calling the dogs a chancy and cheese. gum, that felt good. What a hell of a weekend. Dogs <laughs> on top. Dogs on top. Yeah, man. We got a, got a dub against Auburn. Couldn't have been better. Hell of a day. Beautiful weather. I just, uh, I loved everything about it. It was one of the best days I've had probably probably in 2020. <laughs> I was about to say, that was a really good turnaround for, for 2020, in, in my opinion. Uh, Agreed. Just, just the whole the whole deal. I mean, I, I expected us to come out and play significantly better than we did against Arkansas. Uh, you know, just needing to get out there and, and start start playing well. But, man, I just did not expect to dominate every facet of the game from start to finish. I mean, there was no there, there was no part of it where Auburn played better than us. Yeah, I looked at uh, my brother after the game, and I said, we just – dominated them i mean when's the last time you can say i mean i i feel like we have auburn's number pretty much every year at this point and uh that's why we released the uh, the video we did on the uh, instagram if you haven't seen it go look at our instagram page and you'll see what i'm talking about but yeah we and we've had their number but that was about as dominant somebody said i remember reading somebody online said this has the feeling of mississippi state in 2017 that that is true. I hadn't even thought about it till you said that. They, I read that and I said, I don't know, man. We'll see. It was it was getting a lot of hype. Obviously, a national game, college game days there. Fowler and Herb Street are on the call. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty much exactly like that. We dominated from start to finish. They couldn't get anything going on offense. And uh, man, I just was happy to see it. No, we we dominated every part of both lines of scrimmage it was unbelievable throwing around like ragdolls our offensive line was like a bunch of moseses out there just just throwing holes spread it <laughs> out baby <laughs> part in the red sea but we'll, we'll we'll get into the game because every every part of it was, was was good but how was uh how was your first covid game day experience chi man let me walk you through so we uh, uh yeah i mean i agree let's uh let's get this this COVID experience down pat here because uh, there are ways that you can have a lot of fun and attend a football game at Sanford Stadium uh, in the middle of the uh, COVID pandemic. So let me tell you, it was uh, it was not easy. We scouted out Baxter Street a couple of days before and then the Friday before, and I was like, man, I mean, the only thing on Friday, excuse me, we didn't see anything on Friday that because our plan was okay. We want to be somewhere close to, to campus, um, but we're going to go just check out Baxter Street and see if there's anybody that's uh, promoting game day parking. And Friday, there wasn't anybody. There was no life. It was like Athens was dead, and I was scared. And then in the morning, we went at about 8 o'clock, and there was the only place that was advertising <laughs> game day parking was the Marathon gas station across from Russell. And... Didn't necessarily want to do that. So we were got our hopes up and we're like, look, I guess we're going to commit to it. So we packed up all our stuff and um, we were, me and Tyler and, and, and one other guy were heading down towards uh, towards that area. And then Austin called and was like, hey, I heard that the, there's a parking lot next to the old Locos that was open. And sure enough, we when we turned on Baxter, it was like it was a whole different town. And I... There was people that were left and right that were advertising parking. I mean, don't get me wrong; it didn't look like, look like a normal game day, but there was some semblance of this is this is right. And we we decided, okay, we wanted to get a little bit further off of Baxter, but still be on the road, and because we didn't want to end up on the like front page of the red and black, like we're the poster child for anti you know tailgating restrictions or something like that, you know. So we didn't want them attacking us. So we we actually pulled into the parking lot over there next to the old Locos. It had a great spot, private, had our own bathrooms. And, man, it was like we were just having our own little tailgate by ourselves. Had, had like, probably 10 or 12 people there and put up a couple TVs, and, and it felt right. Everything felt good. It was a little weird because there wasn't a whole big crowd or anything like that, but we had a great uh, tailgating experience for the whole day. Did y'all, did y'all get some tailgating in? I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, we did. Of course, we uh, we I had a buddy went over to his his place for a while and uh, and got to went over to his house outside of Athens and uh, for for a bit and then um, 
then we came back to the pavilion and and at Bulldog Park and hung out there for a while and had had a great time and, and it just kind of everything's a little, little different but uh, we had a good time kind of getting ready to go into the stadium and and that was kind of where to me the the real COVID started is when you kind of got into the stadium and got into right. the uh, got into the meat of it and 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 I felt very confident in how. I felt good about how they handled it in the stadium. I don't know how you, I don't know how you felt about it. I know George's been getting a lot of crap for for what's been going on. And, and if you go back and look, because I felt like that, well, I know where I was sitting, a lot of space between people. Uh, not, I mean, I did not ever feel like somebody was ever on top of me or whatever the whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know for us, wearing the the security was, if you left your seat, put your mask on walk to wherever you were going or things like that. I, I like I said, I felt, I felt good about where we were and, and, uh, and I liked it. I uh, thought it was, thought it was a good environment and uh, I'm going to be real honest, really liked having a lot of space around me. It was really, sure as hell. It was great. That was the one, that's been the one bright spot of COVID so far as I actually had some room to uh, spread out and, and get a little rowdy uh, during the game. And we had a lot to get rowdy about. So, yeah. And, and, I will say there are portions of walking in the stadium that I don't remember quite as well as others, but the, <laughs> the, uh, no, I mean the whole thing, I mean, we walked to the state when we were walking in the stadium, it was almost like there was nothing going on. We actually walked through one of the parking lots at the bottom of the hill by the, uh, the old pool. Uh, what is that pool called? I can't remember anymore. Um, but anyway, Legion pool. And, uh, yeah, so we were walking through that parking lot and there was people, there were, social distancing because that's a uga parking lot or whatever they were social distancing by their their uh uh cars and they were looking at us funny because we were just walking through with our solo cups like la da da what's going on um but we uh yeah i mean walking into the stadium i mean you know hey just put on your mask while you're entering the stadium and and they scanned all the tickets on on the phone and everything like that no handing out you know there's no printed tickets or anything like that so that was i mean the whole thing i mean it if you really, you know, are concerned about it, you know, they made you feel pretty safe. Uh, of course, they, you know, told you, you know, once you get to your seats, you can take your mask off and everything like that. But, you know, I mean, there were some people that were wearing masks during throughout the game, and, you know, that's their choice if they feel more comfortable doing that. But you are, I mean, you're way away from each other. And uh, we were a little bit further high, or higher up in the stadium than y'all were. <laughs> so there wasn't quite as many people around us. Uh, there was a few uh you know empty seats around us but uh as far as you know assigned seats for tickets but uh all in all i mean felt pretty safe i mean yeah i mean you know if you get out of your you know go down to use the bathroom or concessions or something like that um i can't say that i put on my mask every time but uh we we we, we everybody try to be careful and, and courteous to each other so i thought it was a really good experience and and kudos to uga i know there was like some picture of the the student section was I mean, the student section was not quite as, uh, you know, they, they didn't facilitate that quite as much because they just put stickers on top of the bleachers where they're supposed to sit. But all these kids, I mean, you know, they all have it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they were just a little crowded up, but somebody took a picture, and I, I swear they took it from an angle. They're like, oh, I'm going to make it look like they they didn't have any uh, regulate or restrictions on this, but... Honestly, if you look at the overhead view, you can tell everybody was spaced out. It was uh, just a little bit of the student section, but other than that, I think everybody they did it really well. Well, and uh, I was going to share my, my my little story I had at the beginning of the game. Mm. Uh, so we were we were a little closer than you. Um, we were about we were about five rows back from the Georgia sideline on about the 20, 20 yard line or or so, and. Um, I, uh, I was, we got there in time about an hour plus before the game. Cause I mean, you kind of, you're still not used to it. You just kind of walk into the stadium. There was no lines. They had like 20 people there, like helping to assist lines. And it was just us. It was like six of yeah. us walking into the stadium. And, uh, so yeah, we you got, were there early. Yeah. We, we got there early and, uh, and for to us, I mean, we really didn't even think about it. You just don't, you're. 7:30 game you're just like all right when you start making move i guess you don't really think about it but anyway so we're in the stadium and uh i was glad we got there when we did got our spot got comfortable and 
uh, Auburn was warming up in front of us. And so I think whenever they sent the rest of the team out to do the warm-ups, everybody starts booing naturally. Well, some of of the defensive backs were doing some warm-ups on the sideline closest to us. Well, I really wasn't paying attention, but then I I look, and and right directly in front of me, he's probably – probably 20 yards away from me if that and um it was it was monday it was uh, smoke monday <laughs> at number 21 and Love the name he was giving me a little jig and flipping me some birds <laughs> he was he was doing a little dance and 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 i was just like you have got i was like I didn't. It took me a second to kind of catch it. it was going. I had my cousins with me, so I was trying to put on a. I was trying to be somewhat um, uh, of, a, of an example, and so um, so I'm not going to tell you what I did, but <laughs> but um, and then he he did it again and was just getting into it, and I was like, all right, dude. And then uh, from where we were sitting, so then the game starts naturally, and on that uh, punt return, there's the targeting. And sure enough, we can't even we can't see it from where we're sitting. Who tackles? We didn't even see that it was a hard hit, so we didn't even know that there was a, a penalty because they just go back and reviewed the play. I don't even think they threw the flag initially. And um, sure enough, old 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 smoke got the boot and uh, get out of here, bro. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, we did that. <laughs> that was us. <laughs> it was just it was awesome because we because we couldn't see it, and he was just like so. And then he just said, twenty one is ejected from the game. And I was like, "This is awesome!" And I was like, "This is a start to a great day. This is this is just going wonderfully." Uh, I, it would have been really awesome if, like, somehow you made eye contact and you were like, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping I could see Suck him, but uh, he was not uh, he was not looking back at me. But uh, anyway, it was a great start to a great day. But uh, anyway, I I, I I felt the same atmosphere. And was you good. also got a pick uh, with uh, Brock Vandergriff, right? Uh, yes. Um, so a gentleman that was not there, but uh, he was. <laughs> well, I mean, he lives in yeah, yeah. the but, Athens area, but, so yeah, he can so be I, there. I sit down, and sure enough, you see the the ginger locks uh, to my the golden locks to my right, and I'm like, holy crap! Brock Van, uh, Brock Vandergriff is sitting right beside me, and then actually the guy, um, what's the what's the kid that was the other the other tight end that was with the, him. The, the, the tight end, uh, I think his last name is Bowers. He was sitting right beside him too. So our our socially distanced uh, four seats to the right of us had uh, uh, Brock and Bowers there. And um, Funny thing is his name's actually, his first, I for some reason I was blanking on his first name. His first name is also Brock. So it's Brock Vandergriff and Brock Bowers is the tight end. So, so. the Brocks, so the Brocks yeah, were over to Brock our right. Squared. And um and they were having a great time. I checked on them a lot, and made sure they were having a great time, and uh, make sure they were they were uh, being safe out there and not. Um, but no, they were they were they were uh, they were sitting there, so it was good to see them. They were getting excited about the game too, which was which was awesome. So really, both, just a great both experience. of them, both of them are. Uh, I think is one is solid of a of of, of guys from what I from what I've heard, um, and also very solid commits. So. Like especially Brock Bowers, but I mean I also want to say that about Vandergrift, but he's just such a high profile commit. But I mean I, I don't think he's going nowhere. No, I think he 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 knows what the deal is. But that yeah, you sent out that picture. You know, you took a took a selfie with them in the background, real smooth. By the way, wait, <laughs> did you actually announce that? Did you were you like Brock and, and like he just kind of looked over? No, or did I took, you, were you like I took two and and one of them he kind of looked our way. I didn't I didn't say anything to him. Um, I kind of I kind of hesitated because I was like I don't know if like the socially like I don't want to come up on them if they're feeling weird I, I don't know I just it was kind of one of those things I was just like I don't know how I'm supposed to act in this situation a lot's happening an Auburn player just flicked me off Brock Vandergriff is sitting right here um, Jordan Davis pointed at me I mean it was just a, it was just a lot on you know, my Jordan on my Davis pa- he pointed he pointed at me yes I was after that last big stop they had and uh, toward the end of the game I uh, I hollered. Uh, I hollered something like "Great play, Jordan" or something. I don't even know what I said, but he, um, I was like, "Great, yay!" And then he just points it, and he kind of he kind of gives me a point when he comes back to the bench, and um, it was awesome. I would have, I think I would have probably fainted. I, I almost did. I mean, JD ninety nine, baby. <laughs> if you acknowledge me, man, oh, it, I'd it be was, happy. It was it was perfect, but anyway, uh, enough rambling. Yeah, yeah. but uh, well, uh, I'm glad. I mean, we had, I think. 
uh, suffice to say, we uh, we both had pretty pretty damn good experiences with with both tailgating and the and the uh, game. I really would. I mean, the whole experience was great. If you were on the uh, fence of whether or not you're going to go, uh, just speaking to anybody that's listening, I would re- definitely recommend trying to make it to at least one game. I know it's expensive. Um, so there's a lot of people that are selling them for basically face value. What with the uh, what they are paying through the school and it's 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 a hundred and fifty dollars a ticket for anybody who bought tickets this year. So that's kind of you know net netting out right there at one fifty. So if you want to go, you know, I would definitely I would definitely recommend doing it because it's definitely one. It's a crazy experience. I mean, you never are going to like we're never going to another Auburn game in Sanford Stadium again, and it'd be twenty five thousand people there. Right. So one, you got a lot of space to work with. I mean. I probably still annoyed all the people that were around me, but it was it was a lot of space. I love we we me and my brothers and Tyler we were able to run around as much as we wanted to. It was great, but I would definitely recommend doing it. It's a great experience. Still, you know, if you're if you want to, you know, obviously wear your mask and be careful, but at the same time, just a really comfortable game day experience. Uh, you know, considering we are used to being stuffed into seats next to you know god knows who so right exactly exactly no telling what we've contracted in the past but um <laughs> yeah we're probably immune at this point but let's talk about the big let's talk about the big stuff so uh our game was just complete domination uh from start to finish and um it was just a just a beautiful thing to see uh what were your what were your initial thoughts of the just overall of the game so obviously total dominance i we have we have not seen so i i would say that there were probably a few games last year that we that we dominated but we just do not did not have the offensive firepower i would say more so 2018 but definitely 27 it felt like a 2017 game we had a dominant defense we had offense that could put up points but we what we did was we got ahead, and it felt like we lost no, zero momentum from the defensive side. And Kirby said, "Okay, well, we got a field goal in the second half. They got a field goal in the second half, but they weren't moving the ball." And then Mark Webb comes up with the interception. Once Mark Webb had the interception, I was like, "Y'all want to like?" I didn't really want to leave at all. I wanted to stay until hell. I wanted to stay till they turned the lights off. But I was like, "Y'all want to leave now?" <laughs> Y'all. I mean, this game. The you game was over. Anything. You weren't gonna miss anything. Yeah. But it, I mean, total dominance. I enjoyed every every second of it. I mean, t- Chancey, can can we take a second to just talk about Stetson Stetson Bennett, <laughs> the mailman? <laughs> He, the mailman just coming to play, baby. He showed Tell up. Tell me, what are, what are your thoughts on him, man? Uh, what do you? How do you feel? We, we we were a little hesitant on him, is the way I would put it last weekend or last last episode. Let me t- let me let me see what your thoughts are now. Well, uh, definitely not not near as hesitant uh, to say the least. I think he, I think Munkin called a great game for him. Just I, I felt like it was. I already like, love. I love Munkin already. I mean, he, what, his play designs are great. It's, anyway, it's, sorry. Go well, ahead. no, but you're exactly right. I mean, he he's playing. And also, let's just make sure we take a step back. We've had two games, one to Arkansas, uh, and then one to a probably overrated, very overrated Auburn team. Uh, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with my heart on this one, um, but. But I, I really like the way he called the game. We we at, so we had from a from and I'm, I'm getting to my 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 Stetson thoughts here. But this but we were just so even on the field. We threw for 240 yards and we ran for 202 yards, and so just a very even game. But he let he let Stetson throw and Stetson went through his progressions. He had he had all day. To, and he had there's a couple times that the, the he might have stepped he might have dropped back a little too far and and sat for a little too long. But really, all in all, he made plays when we had to. Phenomenal. A lot of production on first down and some third downs. The boys stepped up. I mean, under yeah. pressure in the Deep South's oldest rivalry, his first start in Sanford Stadium was a night game in the middle of a pandemic. And the boy against Auburn, and the boy comes up on that, on that third down, and that's going to be the play everybody talks about, on that third down when the pocket collapsed and he rolled that move he made to roll out to the right, Jake Fromm would have been obliterated. 
And mm. and then and Stetson makes that move, goes and then throws just a dime to Kiaris. Slight, like I mean, just a just beautiful. <laughs> and and just to see him do that, and then the throw to Pickens was just the touchdown to Pickens. It literally couldn't have been better. Um, I will say. There were some that he wanted back for sure. I mean, a lot of those deep balls, like that deep ball to Kiaris, should have been a touchdown. I mean, he should have. Yep. He got to hit. You got to hit him yep. in stride on that. Kiaris, Kiaris made him look on a couple of those plays. Made him look really good. Um, being able to go back and get get a couple of those balls. That ball in particular was very underthrown, but Kiaris made a made a phenomenal play on it. Um, then that one third down where Kiaris was coming across the middle. Um, towards the goal line and he and he caught the and he caught a diving catch he made that diving catch kind of yeah. in between the right around the five yard line to me i think if you can hit him in stride there that, that mm-hmm. that's a that's a big deal so there's a couple of plays like that but that's but that's nitpicking i mean that's there was, really nitpicking. there was one I, w- I would say th- so i know i know which one you were talking about like close to the goal line and i i i can't i'm kind of in between on that one whether or not he needed to dive but there was one where curious was wide open he released late across the field on the on the uh, short side and excuse me he was going towards the auburn sideline wide ass open and then and stetson put it up there for him and he dove and like i'm glad he came down the reception but he could have caught that ball in stride and then turned up the sideline on that one so that was one i mean i mean the guy had all right, so nobody else had more than two. So George George had two catches, and so does uh so did Demetrius, but everybody else just had one except for Kiers, who had nine for one forty seven. And I I think I expected Kiers to be to be better this year, but from what we've seen from him, he has really stepped up. And and to think like we could have had him both him and Demetrius at the same time just makes me like ah. <laughs> why did why did that have to happen to Blaylock? But, um, you know, it just I don't I don't want to I don't want to say that that Kyrus is 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 going to be. I mean, I think he's going to be a star. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's going to regress. Uh, but like you know where this came from, I don't know. And I think he's just been working his tail off in that in the off season. Well, but I mean, he was making him, he was making him and Dominique. I mean, he was making some yeah. great moves on the field, yards after catch. I mean, he, he really – I was not ready for it either. Well, he – and like I said, I mean, if if we had both him and, and, and Dominic, I mean, to, to be that slot receiver, I mean, my gracious. We could have moved – honestly, we could have moved Kyrus out to out to the split in and, or, or George put George split in and have Kyrus to be the wide receiver, and then, man, we would have been set. I mean, I think we still have good talent. I mean, we've seen our – also, we've seen our tight ends turn into to, to some targets. I mean, some weapons. Yeah. And and Dornell – I don't think Dornell had a catch. Did he have a catch? Mm-mm, I don't think so. No, he didn't have a catch. But he had another video come out where he made a big block. <laughs> He's just a Did large you see human. that? He's a large human being. He's massive, man. And the guy – the guy's going to be a force. I'm excited about. I mean, just to kind of reel this back in real quick about Stetson. We started off the game, and he had a few overthrows uh, or missed missed targets on the first, and then we punted in the first drive. Defense d- did what they do, and then we came back, and he had he had a couple misses, and like you said, that curious uh, completion on third down is what started, and once he hit him. It was like for the rest of the game, he was clicking, and so I, I I thought I thought okay, if this guy can get a little bit of positive momentum, he's just gonna go, and he he reeled him off, man. I'm I'm proud of him. I mean, I think I'm not gonna sit here and tell you this guy's like gonna be the next Baker Mayfield, like I said, but the guy's talented enough to where I mean I feel pretty I mean I feel very confident. The fact that we've already won two games with him. And then we got Tennessee this weekend, who I feel like he can beat. And then we play Alabama. You know, I. The fact is, we were looking at these four games, saying, "Okay, if we come out of it three and one, and I'm not going to say that we're going to lose any game, but if we come out of it three and one, that's a win." You know what I'm saying? Oh so. yeah. Well, I, I I think so. I I think that it's going to be great too because that's only one week with him knowing he's the starter and taking first rep first first team reps and things like that. Mm-hmm. If that's what he can do after one week, give let's see what he can do after two weeks uh, of, of that. And, and so you can you saw that 
with Kiaris, just immediate. I mean, just connection. Um, just they they were feeling it, and I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do with Pickens, and because the guy is Stetson's willing to make throws that like those throws over the middle, like he had that big one to Fitzpatrick uh, over the middle, and and he's he's willing to make those throws that we just haven't had in so long, and um, mm-hmm. and Mockins really uh, is calling a. But the thing is, you, there's no way to – I mean, if your offensive line is going to play like that, there's no – I mean, you're going to look good <laughs> when you're when you're play calling because your quarterback's got all day long. And then you're, anytime you run the ball, you're, you've got you're, – you're having these huge, these huge holes that these guys can run through. And the thing is, too, from a passing perspective, Jermaine Burton's supposed – I mean, everybody's expecting him to step up. The guy had he, – he, uh, he had one catch – and so a lot of these young guys are still there was a lot there was a couple of missed routes you could tell Stetson threw it to it where either he didn't know the right spot or the or the like Jermaine didn't know the right it's, spot. It's happened with the young guys. Yeah, right. Burden both Burden and Rosamia have both had situations where they've either it's and it's because they're having to decide between man and zone and like man in high school you didn't do that you right. just ran your route right. you know right and, so and, I mean and, they're having to figure out and read a defense a little bit you know and that's and, and that comes with time that's not having that's not that's that's having a jacked up off season uh having those reps so getting a couple more getting more of that film and, and seeing what they can do it's going to be exciting to see I, I i think from a receiving perspective we're in a we're in a good we're, we're in a much better place than we were last year um and uh once these guys can get rolling and like i said we get tight ends involved and and uh and, and things like that so from a passing perspective, I, I thought we had a really good day. Uh, it was good to just see that that clicking in Stetson. Uh, as they say, he always delivered. The mailman <laughs> mailman's always on time. Mailman <laughs> delivers on Saturday, baby. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I'm I've been impressed. I mean, he's already so. I think that what this is two games in a row, right? That he's gone over 200. I mean, it was the first game. Did he go over two hundred against Arkansas? Yeah, two two eleven. So two eleven against Arkansas, two forty against uh, Auburn. I mean, yeah, uh, of course, a large portion of those were w- with Kiris. <clears throat> but what I've seen from him is I love his demeanor because it's like, okay, I'm not going to let this spotlight overtake me. I am excited to be here. This is what I am meant to do, and I am confident in the playbook, and I'm confident in what I'm, my abilities and. So I've been excited to see him. Now we have not played a Auburn lost a lot in the defensive lineman, and they've lost they lost a lot in the front seven period. But you know they still had some players out there. Arkansas Arkansas is not a good football team, but they beat Mississippi State this past weekend. Do we think are they going to end up being middle of the pack in the SEC West? So I'm not saying we played some uh, you know perennial. I mean they, we haven't we're not playing these you know national title contender so far but we got tennessee this weekend and then we got alabama we're really going to figure out what we got whenever we play alabama uh but obviously we'll get to that at that point i want to circle back real quick uh to the offensive line i think i remember last weekend i mean last episode i think i said pretty much exactly who i wanted to start in the offensive line and I believe it may have been who who started this past weekend because we saw Warren Erickson, uh, excuse me, not Warren Erickson, Warren McClendon come in in the right tackle position, and he played very well against Arkansas. And so I liked him there. And then he started this past game. I may have said I wanted Warren Erickson at center and then Trey Hill at right guard, but then we had Ben Cleveland at right guard, who I don't know, I can't remember if I said him or not, but anyway, we had Ben Cleveland at right guard. He got SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. And Trey Hill had his snaps down. They had to have worked. I mean, I'm sure they worked on that uh, after. I mean, you know, obviously during practice, but then also at, I mean, after practice, getting reps, everything like that. And then Schaefer, hold, Schaefer and uh, Sawyer holding down the left side. So to me, I mean, I don't. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I thought it was uh, honestly this was obviously an incredible performance from them. But I thought that they had a lot of good chemistry between the five of those guys. That was the word I was going to use. They. From the get, the story, you could go when you go back and when I rewatched the game, you could see their movement. They were in sync. They mm-hmm. they were moving. It was so fluid how they were moving, getting off tackles and, and and going to make space. 
and uh, and just making some huge running lanes and keeping Stetson protected. That's the main thing we got to we got to keep Stetson protected, and we got to yep. give him the opportunity to protect the football, make good decisions with it, and that's what they did. I mean, I, I, Ben Cleveland, I mean, just like we talked about last week, hit or miss, he can be all over the place in terms of his production. Had just an yeah. incredible day. I mean, was just pushing guys around. I mean, we just completely overpowered them. So. Whatever we had going, whatever that chemistry, whatever Matt Luke put together over the last seven days, worked, and it was it, it was what we needed. That that was you can tell if you just watch when you go back and you watch the game and you just watch the line of scrimmage when we were running the ball. I mean, nine times out of ten, those boys are just knocking them back two yards. I mean, Zeus was able, if even anything, was just able to fall. Uh, for for four yards every time there was a hole big enough for him to just to to go through. I mean, if you look at our if you look at our guys that rush the ball, our least our leading or um, Zeus was our leading rusher. He averaged four point six yards a carry. Nope, that was the lowest yards per carry of any of our running backs. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're averaging <laughs> over four yards a touch, it's it's. It's real good. I mean, Cook. Cook. I, I ran the math, and that's a first down after three carries. <laughs> that's a first down every time. I ran the math. Touch <laughs> <laughs> the numbers, and it and it checks Computed, out. Computed, <laughs> and yes, it checks out. It 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 was just it, it was a beautiful thing to watch, and and the the way the guys are running the ball, Zeus in particular, he he knew what they were going to do. He his patience mm-hmm. and waiting on those guys to get to their blocks was just as beautiful as what they were doing. I mean, it, they they were all in sync, and we just hadn't seen – that was that was Chubb Sony days of running. Like, that was, that was 2017 running the ball, and it was it was pretty to watch. I loved it. I mean, Zeus, Zeus, Zeus ran hard. I'm very – I'm high on Zeus, man. I, I think that he's found his, his – I mean, the guy's not going to be perfect, but the, the way that he is running right now – one, I feel like he's got a step over last year. I feel like last year we did not see any of the side-to-side movement that he's doing, and I felt like he was very much so a straight-line runner. Uh, and we saw a little bit of it against Baylor, but now I feel like he's more comfortable cutting side-to-side. We've seen what he can do. I wanted to ask your opinion about this because I, I feel pretty strongly, and I know I've brought this up several times before, and we've discussed it a little bit, but how do you feel about James Cook right now? The I've, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I knew you'd bring this up. <laughs> uh, Cook had um, Cook Cook ran the ball. Let's see, ran the ball five times um, for forty-one yards this past uh, this past week. Had a couple good runs. Um, he's just and he got he got hurt. During the game, but Kirby said he, you could kind of see on that last run the guy grabbed his arm and pulled his pulled his arm back behind him or something like that, and you could tell it just yeah just just tweaked him a little bit. Um, he played he played much better yesterday or on Saturday than he did uh, in the first week, but and we're still putting him in on third downs as kind of a as a threat with catching the ball out of the backfield. You can kind of and we can put him out in the slot or something like that. Um, so I, I see what they're doing there. We just can't rely on him. Like I mean, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be the guy to get us out of a of a sticky situation, um, in a way that when Zeus is on the field, like when Zeus is on the field, you feel comfortable. You 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 know you can hand the ball to him and he's gonna he's gonna do something with it. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know if I'm as low on James as 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 you might be, but um he 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 showed up a little bit better on Saturday, and then they didn't they didn't ever have to put him back in. We never needed to put him back in. So they, they they kept him out, but I just don't I don't think he's going to be a game changer uh, by any means. I don't think we're I think we tried we started using him a little better. We started putting him in situations that were made a little more sense for him, and that's what you got to do. You got to get him out in space and just let him let him kind of work. He's not going to run between the tackles. See that that's 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 my problem is I mean yeah we've we've done some runs between the tackles, but I mean he still has. Anytime we swing him out or we throw him out in the open, I mean, he's still most of the time he just gets the line of scrimmage. I mean, that if that guy gets touched, he's he, going he down. He drops. And I and I, I wanna I wanna pull for the guy, but I mean we we've had you know, three years now of 
me saying, okay, I mean, people saying, okay, we we're not utilizing him how we should and and whatnot. But he's had he's had chances on the outside. I just I I, I like him, but I don't think he's should be our RB two. No, like I think I, agree. I, I think Kenny Max should be RB two after and I've, after this past weekend, absolutely. I, I love the way he runs. He runs hard. He's got good vision. I feel like he's a lot harder to bring down than James Cook is. So, I mean, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Zeus is kind of more that same mold as Kenny Mack, but Kenny Mack's got a little bit of more of that, that elusiveness and maybe has a little bit more better pass-catching ability. I just don't see James Cook. I mean, I, the way I put it is, you know, if you've got elite talent, at some point it's going to shine – regardless of whatever opportunity that you've been given. At some point, you know, Todd Gurley, <laughs> all right, so I don't think we have any Todd Gurley's. Not even Zeus is a Todd Gurley or, or Nick Chubb. Don't get me wrong. But Todd Gurley, whenever he was at University of Georgia, he had some pretty damn bad offensive lines. <laughs> I mean, I know we lost both of these games, but against uh, South Carolina in 2013 – and then South Carolina, and, and uh, excuse me, and then Clemson in 2013. Do you remember he willed plays to happen? Well, there was several, several uh, times where I said, okay, he's talking about, oh, nope, oh, he made it, oh, he's in the end zone. And, I mean, you know, whether it be that long run that he had to start the game against Clemson or that play where he cut back, and I think he, it was him versus, like, five defenders, and he somehow weaved between the whole of them from, like, the 10-yard line. Todd Gurley made those plays happen. And Zeus, it has a little bit of that ability. And I don't think James Cook has any of that ability. No. I think, unfortunately, he's been he's been a little overrated. I like him, and I want to pull for him. But, damn, if he hasn't. I mean, he's been given chances, and I just do not see it from him. So, well, anyway, and I, and I, th- and I, think that's I don't want to hate on the kid. No, uh, but, but I think and I think that's why part of why he didn't go back in, because he wasn't needed. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't a need to put him back in. I mean, because Kenny was running like a – like a scalded dog out there. The boy was running hard. And, I mean, he was impressive, um, especially in special teams. So was, so was Kendall. Oh, yeah. Kendall came in. Kendall, Kendall Milton yeah. got in there. He got he got in there, and, uh, and and Kendall played well, too. Just I know it was only a few few carries, but if those if those three guys are, are, are the guys that were given the majority of the carries, I feel real good. I'm, 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 in a good I'm in a good place, especially if our line is going to do that. Also, let's talk yeah. about our new goal line package real quick. Love it. <laughs> Might Love be my favorite thing it. in the world. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go, just give me a rundown right here. Let me let me hear your so, thoughts. So I didn't notice it from where I was sitting because it was the far end zone. But I noticed it on the when it, the second time we did it. And yeah. Jordan when Jordan Davis is comes trotting off on off the field, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what just happened? And sure enough, we had a defensive lineman at fullback, and we had a defensive lineman at tight end, and just you follow the train. <laughs> and both both of them, I love them both so much. I mean, you've got a number eighty-eight Jalen Carter lining up at fullback. You've got a number ninety-nine Jordan Davis lining up as the uh, the basically the end the end uh, lineman, and I mean. Lord, Lord, help anybody that's going to light up in front of them. <laughs> that first, the first one, the the first time we did it. If you watch, if you watch from the there's a camera angle from the back of the end zone. I think I've it. seen it. I think, <laughs> go and, ahead, but go Jordan ahead. literally just throws his shoulder and knocks two <laughs> Auburn players. They just flail. They flail out of frame, and he doesn't even like grab them. He just he just comes off the block. He comes off the line of scrimmage and just throws his shoulder and knocks both of them down and he just kind of starts trotting back towards the <laughs> towards the sideline. <laughs> I mean, and it and the thing is, it's one of those things that you know exactly what's about to happen. Like you know exactly what we're about to do and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. It just simply yep. doesn't matter. And it's like, you know, this ain't rock and science, rocket science, but monk and man just keep it coming. This is this is good stuff. He just gets it, and 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 that's a point. I know Kirby's not a big fullback guy, but that's a point where you need a fullback because a tight end in that situation really does not do you a whole lot of, lot of good. Now I will say if they if they took somebody off of that set and then added Darnell, so you have Jordan Jordan <laughs> Jordan Davis, Darnell Washington at like six seven like five hundred pounds or whatever the hell he is. And I'm just kidding, six seven like what two seventy or something like that. 
guy's huge. You got Darnell, Jordan Davis, and Jalen Carter on a set. That would be that would be my favorite. We were just trying to be merciful. That was what we were going on. Yeah. <laughs> but so the funny thing is, you bring that up about him throwing too. I I saw that. I meant to send it to you actually, but I saw that angle and I was like, "This is my favorite thing ever." Because he doesn't even really try. He just like he's looking left and then he like senses somebody coming on his right and throws a bow. Like he just kind of throws a little shoulder at him. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> knock two guys slap on the ground. <laughs> Lord help him. Uh, but but that was just that was like to me that was just a pure encapsulation of the day. Like that that yeah. was that was a way that was how. Um, it went offensively for us. I mean, everything was clicking. Um, but anyway, I, I think that's a um, – talking about Jordan Davis is a phenomenal segue into our phenomenal defense. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's, let's, hit, let's hit the defense pretty quickly, but I, I want to start off by saying my – I think this may be the first time I've said it. My defensive player of the game – Adam Anderson, very excited about the fact that he had a great game. He was all over the place. He was he was chasing he was chasing Bo Nix all over the place. Bo Nix could never get could never get settled. The boy had ants in his pants all day long, and just <laughs> you could tell he was all out of sorts. And uh, Adam Anderson was there every time. You, you could see him. You could see him stepping up. And Tyson Campbell, just mm. an incredible game. Um, had to come in, and once once Richie got pulled, he stepped up in a major way, and um and, and as a defensive, just being back there and, and covering, and um because he was on he shut he shut Seth Williams. I was about down. to say it was Seth Williams. It was number eighteen that he just Seth had a couple catches that were just stupid, like no, nobody could have like it was one of those things that um that uh, Campbell's arm was just in the wrong place, and Seth just had a crazy good catch, but he. Campbell was was all over him and um and just just played a phenomenal game just defensively across the board. Uh, they had that Campbell came up on that on that uh, third down at the goal line or in inside the five and made that mm-hmm. made that tackle in in space to 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 keep keep him to a field goal and um he was just all over the place all game long and uh, he if if I had to pick somebody to be along with Adam Anderson it would be Tyson. Oh yeah. Like he was like as 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 far as my like defensive player of the game because he he shut Seth Williams down, a guy who had dominated the the previous game. Uh just not just not a guy that you can easily shut down and I'm expecting him to be on whoever the hell Tennessee's best <laughs> best receiver is. <laughs> And then, uh, and then on on top of that, against Alabama, I expect him to be on Jalen Waddle. No, in the future, I agree. I, well, and and now Richie coming back, and I think Richie will be pretty pissed about uh, how everything transpired this past week. So I expect a I expect a big game out of him. Really, which was a bullcrap call, man. Yeah, that was. I mean, the guy he just bad. laid his shoulder into. He never even made helmet and helmet contact. It, I they hate said that. If, if it happens above the shoulder, above the shoulders, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen. Um, it's um, Bolsheviks. Yeah, I was, I was, I was ticked off. So, um, but, but anyway, it, anyway, I, I felt um, I, they were just phenomenal from start to finish. They Auburn could never get any semblance going, and uh, it was a beautiful thing to watch. So, Dan Lanning has outdone himself, and if we can keep these guys keep these guys rolling, we're gonna be in a we're gonna be in a good place. I'm ready to just, I'm ready to knock old Mister. Uh, Gara Machano, Guantanamo, Guantanamo, all over the place. So, um, but anyway, just in another in another great day from special teams. It was just, I mean, Scott Cochran's put something in the water. Uh, if you look, mm-hmm. we had some crazy number of starters on kick coverage and uh, kick returns and stuff like that. We just we've got our best playmakers out there, and so um, top to bottom, it's a great game. Uh, I, I loved it. It was complete complete dominance. So the only the only blemish was the missed field goal, which was a I told I told Austin before before we kicked it there it was I think well it may have been twenty four to nothing at the time I can't remember exactly I think what it was twenty seven because we were about to, I was like okay we're gonna go we're gonna get up to thirty we're gonna get up to thirty on them yeah 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think I remember that. But I was basically, I looked at him and I said, look, there's no pressure in this situation whatsoever. These are the kicks that you have to hit. Like, you cannot you cannot be one of those freaking mental maniacs in this situation. I know these kickers just sometimes, you know that's, uh, when you watch college football final, they talk about college kickers. They're like, uh, he's a college kicker. You know, going to miss a 20-yarder, you know, kind of thing. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, man, if he hits this, gets some great consistency, he goes, uh, you know, 100% for the day, then I feel really, really, really good. And it was a, what, it was maybe a 30-yard kick or something like that. And he missed it. And, and I, I, you know, it just sucks that at this point I want to be able to really depend on a kicker like we did Rodrigo. And I can't, I don't feel, I don't have quite as much faith in him. But I do like the fact, I mean, he, he kicks a good ball, so hopefully in the future, you know, we'll see a little bit more consistency from him. Uh, Chance, I am trying to think if I have any more thoughts from the Auburn game. I just really was pumped to see Bo Nix be able to do jack squat against us, and we just harass him all day. You know, I love the defense. Um, he was 21 for 40. That's so bad. One interception, no, no touchdowns, obviously. Oh, and also, by the way, Again, we add to what what do they have scored? Like they haven't scored more than ten points in Sanford Stadium in the past, like God knows when. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. It was like the past like decade or something like that. Yeah, so two thousand nine was the last time they scored more than like ten points. I think in Sanford Stadium. I'll, I'll be honest, man. And then my my favorite one was that no one has ever tweeted about. Auburn beating Georgia in Sanford Stadium because Twitter wasn't hasn't been around since last time that happened in 05. 05. And uh but dude, if if Auburn loses to uh if Auburn loses to LSU and then loses to Bama, mm-hmm. um Gus bye-bye. I mean, <laughs> that's Wait, they they well they they play uh they play Arkansas this weekend, don't they? I I haven't even, right? I haven't looked at their schedule, but but Gus, I mean, I don't. I think he'll be in the hot seat here soon because there, there's. Well, they they've got a shit ton of money to pay off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna buy him out, then they are the. Whenever they made that contract with him, what was it two years ago or so? Gosh, that was the dumbest thing they ever done. But they, I mean, if they're gonna buy him out, they're gonna have to collect some money from donors. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they easily make up make it up. Yeah, I don't. Who who the hell are they going to hire though? No, oh, I have no idea. I just the way that the way that they do things over there. Uh, there's no telling what they're going to do. They'll 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 do something Go, hey, wild. Add some more fuel to the fire, man. I'd love to see that dumpster just keep just keep, keep a blazing. <laughs> keep 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 lit. Um, but anyway, so Thir- thirteen in the last fifteen. Is that right? Oof. Is it? We lost them against twenty in in twenty ten and twenty thirteen, and I'm pretty and twenty seventeen. Right, so that just seems like a lot. I mean, this is maybe so. I think it was thirteen and less because we played them twice in twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think it was thirteen and last fifteen. I Holy believe. cow! Goodness gracious! Um, it just feels good. <laughs> I I don't know if that I don't know if that maybe twelve or less fifteen. I don't know if that. We'll have, to, we'll have to crush the numbers. <laughs> but um, crush the numbers. But uh, but but anyway, I just a just a beautiful thing to see. But now we have to move on to a uh, another big uh, another big because we're gonna say it every week another big SEC opponent because that's every week. But uh, got Tennessee this week and everybody's on the Tennessee train. Everybody's on the on the Jeremy Pruitt. They're just they're riding they're riding hard and uh, uh, in Tennessee is has won the most consecutive games now in all of college football or something like that and um, they're against just just a plethora of horrible teams um, across the board but uh, we've got them in Sanford Stadium in what actually is a pretty hostile <laughs> COVID environment uh, there actually was a couple of times a crowd played into the into the game so uh not like a normal game uh, obviously but it was definitely present i think kind of threw auburn off but it's it, it's uh what's what's the current spread on the game 
So I opened at 14 and a half. It is down to 12 now. So people are putting money on Tennessee. I would not be surprised to see that go up to at least 13 and a half before a game. I mean, people are going to start putting money on the dogs. And the weather is a little questionable this weekend. Yeah, it's looking um, I, pretty I know there's some that storm that's brewing in the Gulf. I, I think everybody's trying to figure out if that's going to make you know some of the outer bands are going to make it to uh, to uh, Athens uh, this weekend. I, so the the weather plays a little bit of a factor, I think. I mean, everybody knows that if it's going to be a wet game, then you know you're going to be running the ball. It's going to be closer score, things like that. But I'll be honest with you, this team has no business playing with us. And I, hey, Chancey, you don't have to say. It. I know, I know, we jinx ourselves against Arkansas or whatever, but this team, like. I hate Tennessee so much, and the fact that they are being even their name is even being brought up in the same 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 breath is like I mean they they've won eight games against so eight game winning streak right against Power Five opponents and and you said it yourself I mean you you look at the list of the games that they uh, the teams that they played and they beat and there's nobody that's worth a damn so I'm I I, I think they have a decent rushing attack. What has Guantanamo ever done to us? No. Guantanamo's Guantanamo's done nothing. So I'm not scared of him. He is no factor. They lost their two biggest receiving threats from last year, Marquez Callaway and Jawan Dennings. They have a decent running back. They got that, what is his name, Eric Gray. He sucks ass. Eric Gray, Ty Chandler. They had Ty Chandler last year. I don't know where the Eric Gray guy came from. Uh, it's, and, and you know what? Cade Mays. Yeah. Oh, they got Cade Mays. Oh, they're gonna win now. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Cade Mays. Cade Mays may not have even started on this on this Georgia team this year. No, that's actually good. Thing. I don't. I don't want to hear it. I just don't. I don't want to hear it. I hate them so much. I'm tired of hearing them being comparable to us, and maybe potentially, oh, they might take the East. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I hate them. Sorry, this rage is just boiling in me, and it just started to come out, and I. And I'm just I'm not I'm not here for it. Well, I'm the, not gonna take it. Are, so anyway, we're, let me, we're not gonna hear what you have to say. We're not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> we're not gonna <laughs> basically. I I I feel a lot the same way. I think it's that they haven't been challenged in a long time, obviously. Um, but I'm I'm really I also hate them with a fiery passion. They're so annoying and just the they're they're just a nuisance. And it's and it sucks. Um, if we're able to go out and dominate again the same way, I'd be surprised. I feel like we're we're going to be riding high going into this game. But if we if we can do if there's one thing we can do different from last game, if we can if we can finish on the on the sack because Bo Nix made some incredible moves when we were mm-hmm. we were getting after him. If we could get a couple sacks in, in the midst of that and just collapse that pocket and not give uh, Garitano a, a a, a way to get out and make plays with his feet and kind of extend plays. Yeah. If we can collapse that pocket, no doubt about it. And these boys are going to want to play against Cade. They are excited to beat him up a little bit, and uh, and I'm I'm excited for them to beat him up. And uh, it, so I, I I feel good. I feel, just watching our defense from last game, being at home, I, they're just not they're not going to be able to do much to us. Uh, there's just I don't really see many threats. Um, similar to Arkansas, I, I can see them kind of getting a touchdown in kind of early on or, or kind of put that one drive together where they're kind of clicking and we're kind of on our heels. They go down, get a score, and then that's it. And that's – I mean, after that, we shut them down, and then we just need the mailman to to, to overnight it and, and, and bring it home. I'm trying to make some kind of mail reference. <laughs> but it's not really working. But that's kind of that's kind of my feeling. I can I, I feel like we're gonna dominate that, give our offense another week to get in sync with Stetson at the mm-hmm. helm, and um, and I feel good about what we're what we're gonna do because I really feel like this last game against Auburn we should it should have been thirty seven to six is really what the score should have been. I feel like oh uh, we let up I mean, we called the dogs we, off we literally we, we did and we should have had a couple touchdowns um, that we that we didn't put on the board, but um, I feel good about going into this week, but. I, I don't. I'm, I'm hoping we can kind of replicate that same dominant performance, but um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see. 
So let me tell you, Tennessee should absolutely be one and one right now because South Carolina should have should have beat them because they punted to them late in the game, and they did you did you see that play where the punt hit off the guy's leg and then Tennessee recovered it? It was just bullcrap. So they didn't. South Carolina did not have a chance to even uh, to even uh, run down the field and, and score to, to to win the ball game. Uh, so they played South Carolina. They played Missouri. Chancey, uh, how many how many wins do both of those teams have? How many wins do they have? Like ever? Not many. <laughs> no, <laughs> this, season, this year. This season, zero. <laughs> they have zero wins. They have zero wins between the two of them. Of course, yes, they've only played two games each. And yes, of course, one of them was against Tennessee. So yes, they lost to Tennessee. Still... Those are not good football teams. Missouri may tr- they may challenge Vanderbilt for the worst team in the SEC. Missouri's bad. Just put them off to the side. Missouri's terrible. South Carolina can be a decent football team. They have some decent players, but they're not they're not good. They went down to the wire. They should have lost. They should have beat Tennessee. And then what it all boils down to is I cannot. I'm looking at their offensive production, and they have some a few players against on the defense. They got the Henry uh, Toa Toa, or whatever the hell his name is, Toa 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 Toga Toga. So they got that guy, who's a a, a tackling guy, and he he had a uh, I think against South Carolina he had a uh, interception for a touchdown, uh, you know, or a pick six or something like that. Anyway, uh. So they got a little bit of production on the defensive side of the ball, and they have a decent uh, offensive line. I mean, they, they really do. I mean, they've put together some guys who are highly rated prospects. I'm not scared of them. But you have a guy like Cade Mays who's going to be plugged in there and going to be, for Tennessee fans, is a godsend, right? So they've got him cleared to play. I'm, I'm serious when I say I don't know if Cade Mays would have started on this offensive line. I mean, I, he may have. I mean, he started against Baylor, but – at the same time, I mean, the guy was a liability against against a lot of teams last year, and I really do question his his ability. What it all boils down to is, they don't have the offensive players to beat us. They really don't. If you unless you have a unless you have a star receiver or 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 two or three guys that are going to be able to beat our defensive backs, you are not going to beat our ass. Like Alabama, Alabama's got Devontae Smith. They got Jalen Waddle. I'm I'm, I, I am a little afraid of their uh, receiving core. I look at Tennessee, and I'm saying, nah, no way. Because they're not going to run on us. Eric Gray is going to catch balls out of the backfield in the flats. He's going to catch balls on, on uh, screens. He's going to catch swing passes. So that's going to happen. And, and you know, they'll give them some yards. But they're not going to be able to run on us. Nobody's going to be able to run on us. Unless you have a downfield threat, that you are not going to you are not going to manhandle our defense, and that's the way I put it. I, I I'm not gonna say they're you know I'm not gonna say this is a surefire win, but this defense I have so much faith in them. You are not going to manhandle them unless you have a downfield receiving threat. My favorite meme. My favorite meme was uh, I saw somebody today who says we have it's like we've got Cade Mays and it's, it's on Tennessee on one side and George on the other side. And it says we have folding chairs. <laughs> I, saw I was like, that's, I forgot about that's that. Good. I saw it. That's good stuff. I, I feel the same way. I, I think we'd have to go in and just lay a freaking duck to 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 lose to them, uh, which we've done in the past. But like, I say, I, I feel good about. I, I feel like this is a game that our defense is just so good that our offense, even if we're not able to to produce a hundred produce like we did this past weekend, we'll be able to get mm-hmm. it done. But I feel confident about having another week under our belt, monking with another full week with these guys, these young receivers getting there, Zoo starting to feel it, this offensive line having a full week in that unit that we know yeah. they have that chemistry. It's just a good recipe. We just got it. We just got to go out and execute. We did such a good job flipping the penalty. Like it was a hundred percent. It was a one eighty. Oh my like gosh! It was just it was so much a huge deal. That, that we did that and we just got away from shooting ourselves in the foot. We just we were we were flat footed when he came out against Arkansas. We just weren't ready yeah, we were. to get started. We were. And uh and so I think we're ready now and so I feel I feel good about it and I'm uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to to be back in back in Athens again two weeks in a row, first time in a long time. You gotta love that, man. I actually 
I, for some reason, have not thought. I mean, I, I did not think a whole lot about the penalty aspect, but yeah, we go from what I mean, what fifteen penalties in the Arkansas game. We had eight for fifty nine. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, you're gonna have a few holds every now and then. That's gonna happen. But eight for fifty nine. As long as you keep the yardage low, it's not that big of a factor. But against Arkansas, it was like, gosh, we were moving them up and down the field for them. So or moving ourselves back <laughs> to the 25-yard line. So the way I'll put it is Tennessee, I mean, Tennessee's going to have to play very well. I mean, I, I think they have a decent squad. I mean, I think they might. I mean, I think they'll finish above 500. I do. But everybody's trying to give them so much credit. Everybody's trying to say this eight-game win streak some, means something, and I, I just can't see it. I don't see it. They don't have enough weapons. Their defense is far inferior to ours. Basically, from last year, we beat them, what was it, 43-17, is that right? Something like that, 43-19. And we, our defense only got better, and our offense got better because we are way more dynamic. So I cannot see, I cannot see this being you know, as close as some of the people think it is. But, you know, of course, I'm no expert. But uh, the guys, that's the how guys, The guys still got to go play the game. But we are – it's funny how our uh, the song has changed uh, so much in just one week. <laughs> but um, but, I, but I'm I, – I Well, that's that confidence in, in, in Set the Jet, baby. <laughs> oh, man, man. He just goes out there and does his thing. I love – like I said, I love the way he's just like nonchalantly like, yeah, let me just throw – I love, I love his. I love when I love when he threw a touchdown to Pickens, and he was just kind of skipping and swinging his arms around. <laughs> Lucy Goosey, the man's like, man, I'm good. <laughs> but it was uh, it, it it was awesome to see. So I'm pumped about it. I, I, I'm ready to go. So it's gonna be a gonna be a, gonna be a fun weekend. I agree. I agree, my friend. Uh, well, Chance, I uh, just real quick. If you had to pick one or two uh, key keys to the game this weekend, what would you say? Obviously, the uh, the one that I mentioned earlier, if we can keep uh, Guantanamo kind of in the pocket and just keep him contained, not let him really get out to make many make many plays. Uh, we we kept Nick's on the run, and fortunately, like we we kept him from making a lot of big plays. We we really need to do the same. But if we can keep him in that pocket and just collapse the pocket, get a couple more sacks. Then we got mm-hmm. to, uh, on Saturday. I think that would be huge in shutting them down. And then on the offensive side of the ball, um, really, get, I, I want to see Pickens get more involved in drives and, and try to get the ball to him more. A couple 50 50 balls. I think if we can spread it to him some, we, we got it to a bunch of guys, but I want more Pickens. I need, we had a, had that touchdown, but I need more Pickens yeah. in my life. So uh, get the ball to Pickens, keep everything else, keep it the same. And um, that's, I feel, I feel good about it. How about you? I'm with you. I, uh, I I'd say my biggest factor for the uh, for the defense is is to limit. I I really do think that Eric Gray, their uh, you know their running back number three, I really do think that he is going to be our biggest threat against this defense. And I think as long as you can limit, you know his his productivity, you know against this defense, whether he's being like I said earlier, he's going to be swung out because he's not going to be be able to run a, a run up the middle. He's gonna be swung out. We're gonna be have we're gonna have third and longs against these guys, and they are going to try to throw screens every time. Hey, real, real quick on that note, who did a yeah. great job against Bigsby this weekend? Trayvon Walker covered him very, very yes. well. So I would imagine we're gonna go yes. that same route. But Trayvon Walker did a phenomenal job containing Bigsby. That guy's just crazy athletic. <laughs> yeah, big. By the way, Bigsby I think is a player, but. We shut his ass down eventually. Um, and then lastly, I'll say that, you know, offensively, I want to see us. This is kind of one of those games I'd like to see us impose our will on the ground. I'd like to see a guy, I'd like to see Zeus get over 100. Uh, I, I like the fact that he had two touchdowns. I like the fact that we have the jumbo package and all that. Uh, I want to see us impose our will on the ground, but I also wouldn't mind seeing uh, Stetson open up a little bit because he's – spread the ball around he's shown that but we also have seen what like you talked about that throw against to Kyrus. you know that ball kind of floated up in the air and and you know thank god Kyrus caught it and just immediately went to the ground but 
you know, he's shown the ability to throw that long ball. That get that ball against uh George to George Pickens against Arkansas. You know, he threw that ball on the money. He just happened to be out of bounds right there. But I mean, he threw that ball probably at least 50 yards in the air. I think he's capable of making these deep throws, but he's got to be very consistent with it. So, if, <laughs> if we can, excuse me, if we can stretch the field, and also, you know, obviously stop uh, Eric Gray, I think uh, I think we'll have a good chance. But like I say, Guantanamo is going to have a he's going to have a tough time. We're going to have a four plus sacks in this game. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Let's say lull him to sleep with Zeus, and then just hit hit Pickens uh, hit Pickens down the uh, on a seam, and just let the boy. Let the boy do his thing. So, <laughs> let him make plays, boy. <laughs> let him make. Plays. Let the boys play. All right. So, um, excited about the weekend. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see you up there. I'm headed back up, so uh, we're, we're we're already going along. I'm excited, ready for this weekend. Ready to get back. Hopefully, there's no hurricane. Uh, <laughs> that's that's messing this up, but uh, but but we'll see. So. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm probably not going to be able to make it to the game, but we'll be, uh, you know, I live here, so, uh, I'll, I'll be around. So just give me a shot when you get in town. Let's, uh, let's get together, maybe have a couple beers and, um, go dogs. Dogs on top. <laughs>